Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Alligator Preserves, still here, still under quarantine, and still ready to let you know what I did today and give you a little news and some of my thoughts. So stay tuned. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic, because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. Welcome to Q Diaries 5. It is March 19th, 2020. Today is evidently the first day of spring in more than a hundred years. Go figure, it's the spring equinox today. And we woke to snow in Zelida. But now that it's evening time, it's 6.17 p.m. right now, it's all gone. So that's kind of nice. What's in the news today? Oh, conspiracy theories, if you can imagine that. Some people are saying that this virus was released by a lab in China to kill us all. I think they've proven that that couldn't have happened. Uh, There's also one that says that the coronavirus doesn't affect black people, African Americans. And that is not true. So please, if you hear this, tell people to stop spreading conspiracy theories. They're not true. I think we all need to think about limiting the things we worry about right now, because there's plenty to worry about, that's for sure. But obviously, if you've done any study on worry at all, you know that it doesn't help. We need to be nice to people, which is also helpful to you. When you're nice to somebody, it gives you a good feeling. So we need to do that a little bit more or a lot a bit more right now. I think a lot of people are examining their habits to see if they're actually helpful to you and to those in quarantine with you. You probably have a new routine right now. I think we all feel like we need to be productive in some way and somehow contribute to those around us and to society. I do, and it's difficult when we're told to stay away and stay hunkered down in our homes So how can we do that? How can we help others while we're in isolation? We need to be creative. I started recording chapters of my Water White series yesterday. I've got four chapters up right now on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Laurel McCarg. I've got chapters one, two, three, and four all recorded for your listening pleasure. There are 71 chapters in book one, so I'm going to crank through these and... Hopefully, they will be entertaining to middle school and ages, I would say ages 9 through 99, 109. And I'm enjoying doing them. I'm enjoying being with my characters again. I would suggest that you limit your news consumption. Yes, this is a rapidly evolving crisis, and it's not going to be resolved anytime soon. And you being hooked to the news 24-7 isn't going to help you. We all know what we need to do. We need to keep our social distancing. We need to quarantine. We need to flatten the curve, as they keep telling us. We can only do that if we stay away from crowded places. So let's see. I did more squats, more squats, during the White House briefing at 9.40 this morning. 
The president, of course, starts by talking about how social distancing is making the media much nicer. But again, he starts with the relentless effort to defeat the Chinese virus. Ugh! You know how I feel about this. It's not helpful. Not helpful. He talked about releasing hostages. When I say he, I'm talking about the president, the current president. He doesn't view this virus as an act of God. And if people had known about it, it could have been stopped in place in China. Again, not helpful, Mr. President. There's some interesting and positive news coming out about some medicines ready for immediate delivery. They talked about compassionate use for some patients and the right to try, which I had never heard of, but evidently that's been quite a success for people with terminal illnesses. There's a drug out there right now, hydroxychloroquine, a common malarial drug and used for people with strong arthritis. Evidently, the good thing about that is, as the president said, it's not going to kill anybody. So that's encouraging. He did praise the FDA today. The commissioner of the FDA, Dr. Stephen Hahn, spoke, and he sounded hopeful. As a prior cancer doctor, he knows about providing hope, but not false hope. Vice President Pence mentioned that FEMA is now taking the lead on the response to coronavirus and says that the increase in numbers should not lead to an increase in concern. So he's saying, don't worry. But again, heed the guidelines. I could go on and on about things that the president said that really irritated me and that are still too childish, but I'm not going to go there anymore. You know how I feel about this. But boy, oh boy, that poor young schmuck on a beach somewhere in Florida, I think, who told a reporter, if I get the coronavirus, I get it. I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. Oh, boy, oh 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 boy. These are the young people we want to condemn. But do we remember when we were young and invincible? I don't know. I... I don't know that I would so blatantly snub my nose at a time like this. So we still need to find ways to get through to the younger generation without making them feel like shizzle. This guy is going to have it tough, I think. Well, either that or he'll be a hero among his fellow partiers. But this is the kind of behavior that is going to keep this virus spreading because young, healthy people are now vectors. They're, they're spreading it. They might not even know they have it. They'll be fine. Sure, they'll be fine. But, you know, then they go home and give grandma a kiss on the cheek and she's gone in about 20 days. That's not cheerful news. I had an awesome walk today. After it stopped snowing, I went out. The mud was the kind of mud that sticks to the bottom of your shoes and makes you about a couple of inches taller because you're walking like, well, you're walking like you have mud on the bottom of your shoes. <laughs> Lots of mud on the bottom of your shoes. And I saw down the road in front of me a very large coyote crossing the road, running across the field, a field filled with, oh, all the little prairie dogs who are now popping out of their holes, looking around at the snow, wondering what the heck just happened. It was beautiful here yesterday. Anyway, by the time I got back to the house, my mail deliverer, Charlie, had dropped off a package, and I chatted with him for a while, standing a good eight feet away from his window, and 
He's not getting a lot of rest. He cares for his aging parents. And so we just chatted about the reality of the new norm. And the the new norm is exhausting. I'll just say this. I'm talking with friends and family, and, and I'm hearing exhaustion in their voices. Some of them are bored. Some are doing things that they haven't done in a long time and they like it, but it's it's exhausting to be out of your routine. So if you're sitting around wondering, why am I so tired? I haven't done anything today or haven't gone anywhere. Well, it's because of that. You're used to going places and doing things. So think about what your new normal is going to be for these next few months, these next few months, because it could be a few months. So think about that. It's, it's not going to be an easy transition for anybody. We're all hitting a reset button on our lives and figuring out what's important. Obviously, being able to keep ourselves alive and sane, both important, and again, helping other people. So I'm going to keep recording my Water White series, which is fun. I recorded with a virtual background today. I took a photo of a painting that my mother painted for me, oh, years ago when I was a company commander at Fort Ord, California. It was one of those Christmases where mom said, I don't want anything for Christmas. Don't buy me anything. I don't need anything. Don't buy me anything. I don't need anything for Christmas. So what did I do? I bought a huge canvas. I bought a whole bunch of oil paints and some new brushes. And I wrapped them all up. And of course, she protested. I told you I don't want anything. And I said, well, open them up. This is not for you. Put something on the canvas and give it back to me. And she painted this incredible ocean scene, Pacific Coast ocean scene, which hangs above our bed right now. So I use that as a virtual background. I record on an application called Zoom, and they allow you to put a virtual background behind you. And it's kind of weird because if you move much in it with a virtual background behind you, it does some weird things like things come in and out of focus and they disappear. Uh, So chapters three and four are done with that virtual background on YouTube. You might want to check that out. Start with chapter one, though, if you haven't listened yet. And please share them with teacher friends, you know, or with people who just like to be told stories, because I think it's a really good story. So there, Mike and I talked with both our boys today about ordering more beans and rice. (laughs) And tonight for dinner, I'm going to use up the rest of the fresh eggs that we have, because then it's going to be, it's going to be all about the whole egg crystals from here on out. Haven't been to the store, have no fresh fruits or vegetables right now. I sure do miss my daily banana. And no, that's not a euphemism. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. You can find today's show notes with links and photos on my website at leadvillelaurel.com. Email me at laurel at strackpress.com and follow me on Twitter. And now follow me on YouTube too, Laurel McCarg. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends about it. Join me tomorrow when I'll talk about things things in, in my in my thoughts, in the news, in what I do, any tips I might have. So until tomorrow, be kind, be good, behave, wash your hands, no touching, stay sane, give yourself a break.
and thank you for visiting. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCarg with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCarg. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com. <laughs>